Welcome to HLB Cross-Border Business Talks, HLB's global podcast series on international business topics. Hi everyone, my name is Marco Donzelli and I am the CEO at HLB. I'm here with uh, Patrizio Prospero, member of our HLB Global Industry X.O group and uh, also with Giancarlo Russo, founder of uh, Neutrino, and Alessandro Perillo, Chief Innovation Officer at the company Young Platform. So thank you very much all for being here. I would uh, first like to ask uh, Giancarlo. Giancarlo, can you tell us what, what do you think blockchain is bringing to our society? and uh, how is uh, blockchain changing the way we do business? I thank you, HLB, for uh, having me here. Um, well, it's a question that is difficult to synthesize in one minute, but uh, let's say that uh, currently I see blockchain, and particularly when I refer to blockchain, I refer to Bitcoin blockchain that is the most used, trusted, and adopted worldwide as the real opportunity to get uh, financial freedom for people. That means uh, you can have your... Uh, access to your own assets, your own resources, and it means that uh, it will change uh, a lot dramatically the way we consider the finance in the future. So in a few words, this is what I think it's bringing to us blockchain and bitcoins. Thank you. Thank you, Giancarlo. Um, Alessandro, um, maybe it would be interesting for us to understand how you how you see blockchain applied to the cryptocurrency space and specifically what jurisdictions um, as a, a cryptocurrency exchange you find most interesting, uh, especially in Europe? Thanks for having me at HLB. And uh, I think that the three most interesting jurisdictions in this moment in Europe are Switzerland, Estonia and Malta because these are the only countries that have regulated this kind of asset. Here in Italy for the moment there is only a proposal. There are other countries like Albania that are trying to regulate this new asset. But if you want to operate in Europe, uh, these are the only way you can do it. Uh, the other one, of course, is the UK that uh, with the FCA is on track with the regulation, but with the Brexit uh, there is a lot of uncertainty about uh, what will happen, so we prefer to stay in the European Union. Thank you very much, Alessandro. You mentioned Malta, so I would like to ask uh, uh, Patrizio, who is from our HLB Malta team, about uh, his views on how governments, and talking about the specific case of Malta, for example, but in general how governments are seeing uh, not just, uh, um, let's say, cryptocurrencies at the moment, but also how they're trying to, let's say, cope with that, how, how they're trying to understand it, uh, and also the whole phenomenon of blockchain in general. Thank you, Marco. Well, Marco, you know, I mean, governments, they have realized over the past few years that they cannot fight against blockchain. It's a reality. It's something which is coming into place. 
so they decided to join, <laughs> to join. Um, and they started understanding with that for them to uh, be in control of what's happening and especially for them to get some benefits out of this technology, they should have started putting up regulation, regulation to help people, investors, and uh, uh, stakeholder to trust uh, even more uh, the protocol. So uh, we have seen this in Malta. Uh, Malta has regulated the business of blockchain in general and not only uh, cryptocurrencies of what we call crypto assets in general. Of course, uh, cryptocurrency is one of the main assets which is dealt on blockchain, but don't forget that blockchain, the exciting part of blockchain is actually the application that it can have uh, to a number of real uh, products that we have in the world. I mean, uh, i just give you an example. I mean, this is such uh, a disruptive technology that, in my opinion, is going to disrupt also the companies which they have disrupted the market. Um, just to give you an example, let's, let's take, for example, Airbnb. Airbnb was a company that has disrupted the rental markets. You could go on the internet now uh, and uh, uh, rent an apartment anywhere in the world just with a click. Imagine having the same technology on an app which is connected via blockchain uh, technology. Uh, you bypass the intermediary, you put in touch directly uh, the person that wants to rent the place with the owner of the place. The rating will be uh, bulletproof because uh, you are sure that the person that is rating is the one that is renting. And there will be also a protocol which will be taking care of the payment. So you will get your money immediately without paying commissions. Uh, you know, this is just an example to see how also the uh, companies which they have disrupted the market now they are going to be disrupted by this, this uh, technology. And, of course, regulators are looking in, uh, at the technology and trying to, um, uh, you know, put framework, put up framework, a framework that uh, will, man uh, will, will, will help them uh, controlling and also gaining, for example, taxes out of this uh, whole system. So, uh, yes, I think that what we have seen in Malta, what we have seen in Estonia, what we have seen in Switzerland, uh, it will be replicated soon by a lot of other jurisdictions. And maybe one day we will have maybe uh, a European uh, you know, legislation will, which will be regulating this, this kind of transactions. Thank you, Patrizio. As, um, as HLB, specifically within our um, global industry, X.0, um, let's say, global team, we've been uh, working together with many, with many startups and many companies in general within the blockchain space and, of course, within the cryptocurrency space. And many of them um, are, are very successful or have been very successful. One of them is actually Neutrino. Uh, and uh, so we are lucky to have Giancarlo uh, here. I wanted to ask Giancarlo a couple of other very, very complex questions, if you don't mind. So one will be, what do you think? How do you think Neutrino um, was able to gain so much success to be then sold uh, for a very, very important acquisition uh, from Coinbase, and second, what do you think the future of blockchain will be, even beyond the, the um, let's say, the fintech space? And where do you see yourself in this future? 
Yeah, I... I think that uh, one of the advantages we got as Neutrino was that we were among the first mover globally to start analyzing uh, blockchains to extract information that can be used for um, investigation and compliance purposes. So basically, we were uh, among uh, the few, I would say two or three companies worldwide that started doing this type of analysis and uh, started the training and uh, uh, let's say, evangelize regulators, companies, financial institutions in order to let them understand that it was possible to create uh, an environment, a trusted environment uh, within the blockchain and cryptocurrency ecosystem. So this was uh, one of our advantages. We create with a small team here in Italy um, good technologies and uh, as you mentioned, uh, as a founder, I started this project back in 2016. Uh, early this year, we sold the company to Coinbase that is basically the biggest, probably the biggest company in the world working in the cryptocurrency space. And um, it means that uh, the adoption of this type of analytic solution is something that will, be, will stay also in the future. And uh, in the future, just to mention, I have, uh, um, I'm strongly convinced that blockchain will be, uh, will be adopted in many, many different ways. It's difficult to summarize, but I can say from the job I was doing before in terms of analytics and the neutrino, that uh, we will be um, observing a phenomenon according to which uh, um, blockchain will be an additional source of data that will be provided that will be basically providing a business intelligence information based on what's happening on the blockchain. So if you're assuming uh, something that is today the Bloomberg or the Thomson Reuters, in the future you will have something similar into the cryptocurrency and blockchain space. Giancarlo, thank you very much. That is very interesting. So Alessandro, just to conclude, what's the future of Young Platform? Uh, the future of Young Platform in the near in the near future, we have to launch our product. So by the end of the year, we will launch the two platform, and uh, for the next five ten years, we hope to offer a series of financial services that, of course. Uh, uh, will become reality with the technology that uh, uh, overcome with it. And um, I think that today the exchanges, the today exchanges uh, will be the, let me say, the bank of the future because the digitalization of the asset is something that is happening. And uh, uh, I see Young Platform uh, in that position for the next future. Thanks for listening. For more information about this topic and other cross-border business insights, visit www.hlb.global forward slash insights.